Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brooklyn Storm, and I'm here with Buddy, the Wonder Dog. He's a Cavamolt, a Cavalier Cross Maltese. And um, yeah, Buddy's celebrating 14 weeks on the planet today, which is kind of a big deal. Um, not that we, we've done anything yet to celebrate, but it's very possible he could get some liver treats if he's a good boy later on today. Um, and he's in my arms at the moment having a little snuggle because, yes, he is a baby. Um, but anyway, he's still got his little rain jacket on because I had him outside trying to toilet train him, you know and he was shivering so he came back inside and we popped his little rain jacket on he didn't do anything outside <laughs> but he came inside and didn't want to take his jacket off so he's still got it on so if you can hear some rustling that's all it is and if you hear some groaning it's just buddy he's in my arms as he's having a little snuggle and asleep so that's sort of setting the context for today I think um, before I get started on today's episode which is really an important one uh, and one that I think hopefully you'll find useful and helpful for your private practice I just want to say thank you so much for supporting me and thank you so much for being so um, amazing like we've had thousands tens of thousands of downloads now of this podcast and every single day I get messages from people saying that they've been listening for years and it's just it warms my heart so much because I just you never know who's listening to these things it's just me in my study with buddy and the computer you know my mac and my little blue yeti microphone and I just not have no idea who's listening so it's really lovely to get that feedback so thank you so much Okay, so let's go on with the show. Um, you might want to grab your podcast journal uh, if you can. If not, that's cool. Um, if you're driving, that's okay. Just listen and, and reflect as you go along. But um, for those that live in Australia, yesterday was, I feel, kind of a big day. It was uh, a day of recognition in Australia for our returned Vietnam vets. Now, I know in the past there's been a lot of controversy Um around things like celebrating the defense force but I am somebody who does celebrate the defense force I had um, uh, uncles and grandfathers and great-grandfathers that did things like around the second world war like they um, fought for our country and they really put themselves at so much so much risk and so did their wives like one of them was um, an army nurse and so she went over and she was um, involved in all of that as well but yesterday I didn't have anybody um, in my family that went to Vietnam but I know of people who do or who did rather 
Um, and I also know of people who are in the Defence Force now and serving. In fact, some of my old uni teachers are in the Army Reserves and some of the Army Reserves are actually overseas at the moment doing a little bit of work. So I am super thankful that we have a defense force and I'm super thankful for these brave, um, you know, souls that go out and risk everything just so that Buddy and I can stay here and talk to you on podcasts and things like that. Like to me, the defense force have no idea about the impact that they make on people's lives that are just everyday Australians like us. But the reason that I want to talk about this is because um, regardless of what your political views are about Australia being, you know, having its own defence force and things like that and participating in wars, what I, what I want to speak to that's relevant to us is what happens to our loved ones when they do return or even people who you don't know, maybe you don't know anybody um, who's been involved in a war or something like that. But I want you to take a moment to think about what it's like for them when they return. So um, some of the things that happen is when people are away, life in Australia changes and changes dramatically, you know. Things happen like partners leave, you know, families break up, um, all that, there's financial stress, financial duress and pressure all those kinds of things, jobs change. You know, I was talking to somebody who had been serving and when she returned, she was saying that um, she was in first year uni and she was studying psychology. And now when she returned, um, people were moving into their fourth year and stuff like that. And she felt so left behind. Um, But also think about the mental health trauma not only with readjusting to life in Australia after life in um, you know another country where they might have been exposed to traumatic events and incidents think about the mental health um, of many of the returning vets okay even vets that go out today come back often with some kind of form of anxiety or depression or maybe even adjustment disorder and things like that and those conditions have a knock-on effect right it makes it really hard for them to get work it makes it really hard for them to function in day-to-day life it makes it really hard for them to have relationships that are thriving and flourishing um you know all those kinds of things now i know that you know all of this already and i'm not um sharing with you anything that's new But the thing that I think is kind of interesting is that after um, seeing the Vietnam vets um, ceremonies and stuff like that yesterday, it prompted me to go online and have a little bit of a research around mental health and vets. And I was surprised to see that it's taking um, Vietnam vets around on average and it varies but on average around six to 12 weeks depending on where they're located around Australia to be able to access health from health access health services from a psychologist or a social worker so I thought that was really interesting and I think it's really interesting if I put my advocacy hat on for counsellors I think it's really interesting for us because it shows us that there's a huge need 
which we, we are aware of, but there's huge potential there for someone like ACA or PACFA to, you know, do some advocacy work for us around um, working with Vietnam vets. Now, one of the bugbears, and I remember this from when I was a psychologist as well, is the rate of pay for psychologists and social workers is really low um, under the vet scheme. It's, it's like, it makes it almost like not worth doing. And unfortunately, what's been happening is a lot of people in private practice, psychologists and social workers, um, who service this cohort of returned um, servicemen and women, are perhaps making other choices around who, who they want to help or who they're going to help, unless like it's their niche. And as I said, of course, there are always exceptions to the rules. But because I feel because the pay is so low, they're choosing to work with funding bodies that are going to pay a little bit more, like Medicare with its rebates, like NDIS and things like that. I mean, it just doesn't make sense, does it? If you're running a business and your business needs to turn over X amount of dollars, it's much easier to do that if you're working with clients who you get paid more money to see for essentially the same work. Um, so I understand how it's come about and I understand that, um, you know, I'm not saying councillors should work for nothing. Um, that's not my point. My point is there is definitely a need. Um, there is definitely, cause it's, it's not only Vietnam vets, it's everyone. Okay. It's, it's young people who are going off now as well and they come back and they need help and support too. Um, and they're entitled to get it, but they're being encouraged to go through Medicare rather than vets and all this sort of jazz. Anyway, I would just love for you to think about, um, you know, the challenges that maybe this cohort might be working with and whether or not it's something you could help with, because if you could, maybe there might be an opportunity for you to fill your diary um, with this uh, demographic of client, which would be wonderful for them because it would mean they could get help sooner and it'd be wonderful for you. So it's only an idea, but there's definitely a massive gap in the market at the moment. And I don't know if it's going to get any better. I don't know if we'll get any better soon, but it's certainly an opportunity and counsellors could absolutely step into this space. I think it'd be a wonderful way for counsellors to get some more recognition for the work that they do. Um, you can, there are different um, places that you can go to register as a counsellor and say that you're willing to do vets work. Um, and if you're interested, let me know and I can get you um, the contact details for those places. But as I said, if you're looking and you're interested in things like now, Vietnam vets might not be your demographic, but maybe your demographic is trauma. Well, then you could absolutely market to vets moving forward. If your demographic is anxiety or PTSD or depression or adjustment disorder or things like that or relationships or whatever, then consider including this cohort into your marketing because you just never know. You just never know. Um, it, it could be a wonderful way for you to help people and build your practice, as I was sort of saying there. So that's one opportunity that I see at the moment. The other opportunity that I'm seeing that um, I think would be wonderful for counsellors to explore is um, adult diagnosis. 
of things like ADHD and even autism. I mean, I, you know, I was an adult when I got diagnosed and I guess back in the day my condition would have been Asperger's, but, um, you know, there's not much support around for adults. And when I say that, um, I mean there's not much professional support from counsellors, um, psychologists or social workers. So this is definitely an area um, that is increasing. We're seeing um, increasing diagnosis uh, over the last 12 months and they're trending upwards. So there's definitely going to be opportunities in the marketplace if it's an area that you're interested in working with. You would need to go and get um, some more PD unless you had some PD training in it already um, to sort of support you and make sure that you felt competent enough to support clients. Um, but I think it could be um, a, another boom area over the next, say, 24 to 36 months. So if you wanted to pivot your practice or maybe add an additional arm onto your practice, I don't think you would be struggling for clients. The other thing um, that I, the other trend that I see at the moment is definitely around um, a body, what do I want to call it? Um, I want to say like embracing your body. I've forgotten the technical term. I've forgotten the, the words, but like accepting body acceptance, that kind of stuff. So um, years ago, we had a, a boom in psychology anyway around weight, weight management and healthy lifestyles and stuff like that. But now it's less about losing weight and it's more about accepting where you're at. And I can absolutely relate to that because I was telling uh, my friend Kim the other day, like, um, you know, I've stopped, like I was taking medicine recently, well, recently, for the last seven or eight months to support me because as some of you know, I think I mentioned it here before anyway, like I put on a lot of weight with COVID, but also menopause. So anyway, and I was telling Kim, like I've stopped taking that now and I've just decided like, I'm just going to accept this in my body and I'm just going to love it for every everything that she does for me, everything that she is, everything that she gives me every day. I think my body's amazing. Like it, my heart keeps pumping. It you know, I'm so worried sometimes that if I stop to think about that, maybe it will stop. <laughs> um, but my heart keeps pumping and I keep making new skin and I'm amazed at my brain and how that works when it's working well. <laughs> and, you know, I'm amazed that I breathe without even thinking about it. And like, I just, I really have so much gratitude for, for this body of mine. And I really have so much gratitude for its ability to heal itself. Um, I know this could sound really funny, but, um, even since I've had buddy, like I've had a, so I've had a sore lower back because I have to bend down every 30 seconds to, you know, to pat him or move him or move him away from something or pick him up or <laughs> so to get a sore lower back. But I'm so thankful for the sore lower back because I know that that's my body healing amending and doing all of the things that she needs to do so I'm really really um, thankful for that but I think that there's a massive 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 opportunity for um, counsellors in private practice to move into the space of body acceptance rather than um, you know focusing on weight loss and healthy lifestyles and things like that that have kind of been done to death 
I think things are changing a lot now and it's not just you've got to be skinny and you've got to be size 10 and you know all of this. I think times are changing and if you wanted to have a profitable private practice, um, health and wellness, you know, in this sense of the word um, is always booming and I think that you wouldn't go too far wrong if you decided to add this string to your bow just an idea um, and if it's something that that sparks your curiosity and lights your fire then I think absolutely go for it now in saying that you would be competing against weight loss coaches but again you're not going to be focusing on weight loss you're going to be focusing on non-weight loss <laughs> like accepting your body and by the way there is somebody who is really 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 good at advocating uh, for this and she's a wonderful proponent for this and if you wanted any inspiration I would definitely recommend you go and check out um, I follow her on Instagram what's her name Sammy Rose that's her name on Instagram Sammy Rose I'll just see hang on buddy I'm just getting my phone because I don't want to lead you astray here because um, I want to give you the right oh. oh, music coming on now. Where is she? Now I've just liked something I didn't mean to like because I've only got one hand. <laughs> Sammy, where is she? Yeah, so it's Sammy Rose, S-A-M-I-R-O-S-E. Okay, Sammy Rose says counselor and coach, um, body image, stuff like that. So she's really good at um, body image and, and self-acceptance. But you might get some inspiration from her. Um, I only know her because she's the one that I'm following at the moment, but I'm sure there are others doing similar work. So there, you know, two or three different areas or different directions that I see trending or well they're not trending yet they're my predictions for trends over the next say 12 to 24 months in private practice so if you're just starting out maybe think about them if you're already in private practice and you're um you know thinking of pivoting maybe you want to look at you know does any of this stuff relate to my existing clients um if so how um, maybe even change up some of your messaging things like that so hopefully 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 this is going to help you and hopefully 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 um, you know you got some value out of this episode today so three areas that I'm predicting are going to boom in private practice and let's revisit this podcast episode in 12 months or 24 months and see whether or not my prediction was correct <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it will be um, but I'd love to know you know your thoughts as well and this is the thing isn't it like sometimes you can have a niche because the niche finds you sometimes you have a niche because you feel called to, called to it but other times there's a niche because there's a business opportunity and so it's just something to think about as you put your business head on now what else did I want to say? Oh, I just wanted to say amazing job to some of the ladies in Private Practice 101. Somebody else this week opened her private practice to clients and um, just so happy for her. And she was saying in our group that um, she was super excited too because clients were booking future sessions with her. So that was really, 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 really lovely. And then um, somebody else 
uh, I think I mentioned before about the brochure template that I made them. Somebody else used that brochure template and she got them printed off and they looked so good. Um, well, now she's gone and made a huge banner based on that template and it looks amazing. It's a vertical banner so that when she goes to expos and things like that, she can just pop it up. Um, so yeah, everything is happening and it's just so lovely to see um, people move through Private Practice 101. They come in often... Um, you know, because they want to start a private practice or they're students, they're still studying and they're like, oh, you know, I don't want to overwhelm myself with, you know, setting up a private practice and studying, but they don't like, it's not overwhelming at all to be in PP 101. In fact, there's loads of support and it's all self-paced. So you just go at a pace that suits you. Um, and then there was somebody else in the group who completed three all three certificate courses in pp 101 and claimed i think it was nine pd points for um yeah her ongoing professional development so it was a huge week in pp 101 this week lots to celebrate and lots to celebrate in marketing with soul as well um one of the lovely members in marketing with soul was celebrating that um, you know, she opened her business and she was um, paying herself. So that is so, 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 so good because that's what we want, isn't it? You want not much point doing this if you're not paying yourself. <laughs> it was really inspiring to see that and just seeing the success of everybody who comes into these memberships. It's just it's so inspiring. I just had to share it with you. And also, I'm really excited for a lot of them because they're learning how how to build their audience at the moment and so today I surprised them with a bonus training on um, how they could do that for three dollars a day using Facebook ads and I the whole training was about 12 minutes long I've just kept it super simple because I thought to myself well if I was going to have training um, on something like this what would make it easy and I thought no fluff just get down to it so that's what I did it was just like no fluff roll up your sleeves guys here we go we're going to do this right now so that's what it was and I gave them a little template they can use as well for their Facebook ads so I'm really excited to see how they go with this and um, I'm really excited because they just keep building the confidence anyway that was good and yeah I just wanted to share that with you as well so I hope that you have um, a really good think about your niche and about opportunities for growth within it and um, maybe some of these ideas we've discussed today will inspire you you might not like the actual ideas but they might spark something else that you feel really aligns so well with you um, and yeah join me in celebrating the the milestones that all these other members are making in some of the other memberships it's so much fun so much fun okay have a really really wonderful day if you can hear snoring it's just buddy he's fallen asleep and he's snoring in my arms bless his little cotton socks and um yeah buddy and i will see you during the week on the next podcast episode thanks so much for listening bye 
I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.